And it was, was it was his last one. That was the one he came to. Were you guys? Which one? We no, we missed that one because we would have been on the flight with him back down oh, from the LA no. convention. Yeah, because we were there, and I was like, it was two hundred bucks to get a photo. I'm like, I can't do it. And then we were gonna go and watch like and then he died. the watch the um what, the talk or whatever they do, mm. and it was just like you couldn't that, move. Because that, that, well, that, that would have been the one yeah. that we like because we had just done Stanley's Comic Con LA. Because that's when it was like they've changed the name now, but it was Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con. Mm-hmm. He would have come from that to do that show, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Look, we've just been on holiday for two weeks. Like we've we're, already seen we're it, like, <laughs> so we didn't do anything." We surreptitiously bumped into him like a weird amount of times, like at, at that first Oz Comic Con. Then again, like he was wandering through. The other comic on when we were queued up. Mm-hmm. And then it was on the plane, and, and then the it was a baggage claim. claim. Some of the stars are really good at We saw Jeffree Star as well. What, yeah, really? We some nice people. Yeah. What was he like? He looked like a crackhead. He he's, got, he's got a sunken, sad ghost face. Really? He, did, he did not look well. He's not well. He looked Presumably. Really I feel like he does so much drugs. Like... He owns a marijuana company. No, but like, he, I don't so think then he, maybe. I don't think he does just marijuana. No, he looks like he's on artist stuff and that. He looks like one of those like truck stop prostitutes. You didn't see Shane Dawson with him? Saying, he like, has Jeffrey. so much money. Like, um, so much money. He's got a ridiculous amount. I've had to watch so much Jeffree Star stuff. I don't watch him anymore. Kai used to watch Jacqueline Hill, but she couldn't take how fucking hot fire my roast is. <laughs> yeah, you wait until I'm near there. That's all I need. Oh. See if I have my picture. You just took a random stalker photo of him. Yeah, because I, I sent it to Meg. Oh yeah, because she cared. Yeah, I really like Jason Momoa. I liked him. He was just like, he's like, hey bro, and he like, he's fucking massive. He's just like, hey, you doing? I'm sitting next to his bounces and stuff. And he's like, he's are nothing. He doesn't need them. Step over. No, but he was huge because that was just like just after like the Justice League, and he was just still massive from it. I was never interested in him. I tried to watch him a couple times and I just found him super annoying. Yeah. So like, star. What about Shane Dawson? The only star I need in my life is Karen. Oh, girl. You'll learn. You'll get in. Karen's star. There's only K names she could use. There's only like three of them. Kate Kane's already taken and she's already Kara. I just want to... I just so really what do you want? That's it. I really want to know who's nah. coming. Caitlin. Like, I, is Karen star? Karen star's power girl. I really want to know who's coming to the new Novas because I, I miss them. So it, it, will, it will be nice to hit the stake. Yeah. Like it was crazy. I went to the She's one where there was like crazy. League of Legends tournaments. It was crazy. The kids were like throwing each other. Man, around. I don't know shit about League of Legends, but Ari's the best player in the whole fucking game, and it always will be. Oh my god! Well, we went there, and they were throwing out like pillows. What? They were throwing out pillows and like all sorts of like League of Legends gear and jackets, and it was like nerds no, were just no. like grabbing each other, and I was ashamed. I was in it too. <laughs> Do you play it? Yeah, I was playing it. It was great. It was crazy. Toby doesn't play. She, he just has a crush on one of the. As a rule, in my tight community of me and my brother, ever since Spice Girls ever happened, you have to have the debate of who is best girl in any girl band. I have a favorite Fifth Harmony member. <laughs> if I remember, it's hard because I get mixed up with Little Mix. I think Nicole is my favorite there. What, what about Little Mix then? Little Mix is the brunette chick. If she's listening, I apologize. Why don't yeah. we actually? No, literally. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we'll look on oh. as yeah, um, pretty much keeps going. Some of this will fade out. It'll it's be okay. Out. I, I love the fact that every episode you're like, I'm not going to be in this episode. I have managed to include you in every single episode. Yeah, yeah sucked yeah. in. Really? Um, yeah. And then when the League of Legends girls did that K-pop band, <laughs> yeah. I had to pick one. Then this is the rules. Oh, what about Spice Girls? A ginger. Because she Baby. had fat tits weren't they coming, the other ones. Weren't they, <laughs> weren't they coming back for something? Yeah, but then yeah, Posh Spice is always a fucking spoil spoiler, man. <laughs> She's a dick. She's the Wolverine of that group. Which is how I'm tangenting back in the past <laughs> right now. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds. The only podcast not actually recorded. My name is Toby DePaula, and if you were here last week, I hope you were, because we are continuing Batman Year One. I'm not alone, I'm joined by producer Kyle. Hi! I'm joined by Juby. Hello! I'm joined by Barbara Jenkins. Hello! Uh, to force some dialogue, Juby, where were we up to? Like, what, previously on the school, what happened? Um, last episode. Yeah. We were looking at... Batman, Batman Year One. Year One, and we are going to onto which? 
he flicked it back for you, so, so we're going through it. So we've gone through um, with Batman. Batman has just um, been cornered. Yeah, we're about to enter the raid scene. Yeah, the bomb's been dropped, and yeah, we're about to drop a bomb on that building. It's ridiculous. We're up to chapter three, Black Dawn. Yeah. Yes. I think one of the only moments actually used for Batman Begins take place in this Yes, movie. it yes. was so heavy. But I wish there was more stuff from this used in that. But in hindsight, I think that's it. There was no real danger in the Batman Begins ones. He's just like, he's just like, oh, you know what? These people are coming in the building. Let's just drop this. I'm just going to run. And it was in his shoe too. Uh, it's in, I'm pretty sure it's in the shoe in this too, but he's... No, it thing- wasn't, I don't think it was in the shoe. I think it was on like the side of his boot. I mean, it's somewhere down there because he loses his belt. Oh, right it away. is on the bottom of his shoe. It's the same. I don't know how he doesn't step on it. But, but he has no tread. They're just like. Tread shoes. was not a common occurrence until Jim Lee did Batman Hush. And his the fact that he did the soles of the shoes put him a step above everyone because look at how detailed and perfect his art is compared to everyone before him. It was just those little details. Ever yeah. since then, he's had soles on his boots. That's a tidbit for you. That doesn't matter. But yeah, everyone just wore like glorified socks up until that point. <laughs> Especially Spider-Man, like the webbing on his suit stopped for the flat-out sole of his shoe. It looked like he was wearing bowling shoes. He, he didn't. Spider-Man didn't need it because he's like he's sticking to shit anyway. But everyone looked like that. Mm. Everyone was wearing socks and booties. <laughs> yeah, like Robin, he's like wearing underwear and these little boots. Yeah. I like the dude who explained Robin's outfit in a very heated argument. He was saying he's wearing a bulletproof vest. And then he's just wearing, like, little tiny speedos because it's like a UFC fighter. He needs all that mobility to beat the ass of adults. He's got to be quick. That, that, was the, that was the argument. And it's like, what about the cape? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> the, the cape's tricky. <laughs> but yeah, I did like that. That someone, like, passionately, heatedly was like, it's like a UFC fighter. Robin. <laughs> Robin in the 50s. Okay, so we, um, we, we pretty much open with Holly and Selena. And about a million fucking cats watching the explosions from A, their window, and B, the news on TV. Um, and they decide to go see it for themselves, just out of a morbid curiosity. You would imagine a lot of... You get a lot of rubberneckers in Gotham. Hmm. A lot of people watching hijinks. Um, yeah, Batman loses his belt to its own flammables as the SWAT team move in. Um, they want a corpse, not a body. Um, it's a good scene to read yourself, because it's hard for me to go beat by beat through a, you know... Hmm. A choreographed fight scene. But um, it's Batman doing a lot of stealth takedowns, avoiding capture. He throws a cat out of a window, but he will then go out of his way to grab the cop that tried to shoot the cat in the first place and smash him literally through an entire wall. Um, I do like this. It's, it's hard to write about, but I do like seeing how methodical, smart, and like well-equipped Batman is, even without his utility belt. Yeah, it's surprising how well he does from just like... Like he's hiding in that... He's hiding in that chimney. He specifically leaves, like, blood and, like, a busted lock on the trap door. So they follow it. He climbs out of the chimney. And you see the big the big fucking beam. And then in the next panel, he's dragged it over the door to keep everyone out. Like, he knows he can't fight seven armed riot police. Hmm. So he deals with them accordingly. And then drops a fucking smoke bullet into that area. But And the colouring in it's really good. Like, the red... In the chaotic moments and like all the drab colors in the silent, quiet bits, like it's it's done really well. Um, yeah, from this point, um, early morning is starting. Yeah, like can... it's starting to get yellow, but it's then eclipsed. The sky turns black with screaming, flapping little monsters. I had to Google this because Kaya likes group terms for animals. Yes. A cauldron of bats rains down on the crowd outside. You like that one, a cauldron? Is that it? A cauldron? A cauldron of bats. A murder of crows. A. Well, you got some examples. A kaleidoscope of butterflies. Kaleidoscope of butterflies is a favorite. Mm-hmm. Pot of dolphins. A pot of dolphins? Yeah, a cauldron of bats. These aren't vampire bats, are they? Right. I don't know. I love it. It is vague. It's like Morbius. <laughs> so, in the confusion, the Batman escapes on a police bike, buys a suit without permission, and gets away. Like, he literally buys a suit without permission. He leaves the money for it behind. Um, and everyone in the crowd has to get a rabies shot. <laughs> which is harsh but there you go and then from there over the next week bruce quickly gets to switzerland for a quote-unquote skiing accident you know where he's got casts over where Ball he could have been shot yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah they don't play this angle much anymore in modern comics or movies but i do like how they do bruce wayne playboy millionaire in this like all his 
eccentricities are chalked up to just getting pussy. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, he busted himself up skiing trying to impress, like, an Olympic skier who he was trying to nail. You know, like, they just chalk everything up to, he was trying to fuck a chick, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and that's why he can't show up for this police interview. And the cops figure it out, but they're just like, eh. Like, they, like, say, oh, those cars would cover those bullet wounds, and... Yeah, Essen's smart enough to, like, see through some of his shit, but, you know, you've always got that moment when, like, Bruce Wayne and Batman meet here and there. Like, mm-hmm. they do it periodically. There's a scene in the 60s Batman TV show where Commissioner Gordon rings Batman, who then has to ring Bruce Wayne. And for the sake of, I don't know, insanity or pacing, he t- picks up the other phone and has an, like a conversation with himself while Commissioner Gordon is not listening to either line because he's on hold. <laughs> right? <laughs> God damn it. Get down. Get down, baby. Uh, Misfit can't communicate. She doesn't mean She doesn't know how to make noise. So she'll get on the bench. So she gets on the bench because she's like, if I annoy you, you'll come see what I want you to see. Sounds like you. (laughs) Says the the man that was on (laughs) the counter when there was a snake. Yes. I mean, yes. Well, he wanted something when the snake gone. (laughs) Okay. He failed. He had to touch it with a broom. (laughs) Um. Yeah, the chalked up to getting pussy. They think he, like, people of Gotham think of Bruce Wayne as like Archer without the spy part. They think he's pretty dumb too. They just think he's just this playboy and he's just, he's not smart. He gets his paycheck from the company. He doesn't embezzle shit. He's paid as a fucking CEO. And they just assume he's just out drinking and nailing things. Um, so then that's what, like, oh yeah, if he was rich news 25, that's what he would be doing. Yeah. Yeah, um, this this same week, Selina pummels her pimp and quits with Holly. Um, she's been inspired by the Batman's antics. And finally, we have Gordon. Um, while avoiding the rain with Sarah Essen, the two share a kiss. And cheated. And, yeah, thus yeah. cheating on his wife. Pregnant wife. Yes. Well, um, I bring up some of that twice later on at the end of the episode. Yes, that becomes important. It, it becomes important in a few directions, depending on what you want. Um... So, now, I could go into the beautiful storytelling and wax philosophically all day long about the contradictions and character-shaping moments Gordon goes through in this book, um, from the kick of a gun to the kick of an unborn child. Like, it, it literally does that at a certain point in this book. Like, you see him go through a lot of shit, but I'm dumb at words, and we don't have forever, so I will just say he feels guilt about everything at this point. Like, he saw Batman save lives while police... The police force made no attempt. Like, he saved that old homeless woman while the police openly blew up a building with homeless people inside it. Um, like, he knows Batman left money for the suit he took, whereas the cops are pretty much doing protection money rackets in Gotham City. Like, he isn't sure who to trust at this point. Like, I, I really appreciate this as a Gotham story, as a Gordon comic, and a Batman story second. Like, do, do you guys like the Gordon stuff? I know... Why Kolohuzani sometimes would rather see Batman doing stuff, but the oh. portrayal in this... Like, you can, I, I like him starting off so strong. It, it, it's such a good year one for Gordon. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really does show, but even just like through the panel work, like they really show like the struggle that he's going through. Mm-hmm. That, that panel of him just sitting at the yeah. end of his bed with a gun. Yeah. He could be thinking a million things in that, and he probably is. He's going through some shit. But mm-hmm. it explains why... Batman ends up trusting him so much. Mm. Because if if that's the start you had to this dude, then... And he's still resisting everything Gotham throws at the poor bastard. Mm. Like, and that follows into the long Halloween relationship between the two, like all the I believe in Batman quotes. Like, there's a a strong relationship built out of this confusion for the poor fucking guy. Um, alright, so, I think that brings us to September, the final issue. So, Gordon between uh, guilt and love and relationship stuff, manages to get narcotics dealer Jefferson Skeevers arrested, who promptly meets Bale and is back out immediately. No, no. Um, on the 10th, Gordon is flipping out at Dent for not contesting the Bale, who seems just fine with things. I like he's almost smirking in that panel. Gordon's like, what the fuck? You let this guy go after all that? And he's like, I wouldn't stress about it, bro. Don't, even, don't worry about it. On the 11th, the bat finds him. <laughs> Again... Batman working with Dent in the behind the scenes in this book make for better stuff in Long Halloween. 
Yeah. But are really good in the moment. I like... I mean, Batman would need some sort of, like, informant sort of stuff. And I like he has that relationship with Dan. And um, it makes the betrayal no, I wonder how that relationship actually started. But, I mean, you don't see it start, yeah. I don't think, ever, almost. I'm sure there's, like, a Two-Face Year One that brings it up or something. Yeah. But um, in one of the movies. In, in Dark Knight, they have a... Friendship. I guess they're both like, we're going for the same goals here, man. Let's just fucking talk about this. Yeah. But isn't it in one of them, Dent, either his family are in trouble or something? And Batman comes in to save him and he's like, maybe I'm creating a scene in my head. I think but you're I thinking sure. of Dark Knight and I think you're thinking of Gordon's kids, not Dent. Because that's after Dent goes. No, it's, it's definitely before Two-Face takes place. No, I don't know. I don't really watch that movie. I have controversial opinions about the Joker in the Dark Knight. We'll come back to that another time. Yeah, so I like when Batman finds this guy. Um, the quote's like, you can never escape me. Bullets don't harm me. Nothing harms me. But I know pain. I know pain. Like, I love that moment. He's like, and I share it with people like you. It, like, that tough talk. I like You don't really see him. It's mostly just shown as the other guy's fear. But it is a cool scene. I, I, like, I like him threatening you know, there's that meme going around of Batman, like, crippling a dude and being like, now talk. You know, that sort of shit. I like that he doesn't have to do that shit if he's written well. People should know not to fuck with the guy immediately. You know, and then he beats and the also, shit out of the fact. like, he's wearing a cow. He's in the dark. Like, mm. there's that fear. Especially, like, what, a, a month before? Again, and everyone yeah. knows about what he's doing. Like, the... Yeah, he doesn't around fuck the around. They know who he is. Like, he's a threat to anyone. You know, and... I like when he doesn't have to be physically threatening to get what he needs because he's got a reputation a bit around him. Yeah. But th- that's one of the few moments in Dark Knight Returns I actually like is when he, like, grabs one of Two-Face's goons and I forget the quote. He's like, I have to drag this slimy piece of shit up like, 30 flights of stairs. But to hear his scream, it's worth it. And it shows, like, it's nothing but blackness and then it shows him tearing the, like blindfold off this dude and he is just hanging upside down off a gargoyle and he's just immediately <laughs> screaming his lungs out doesn't know what to, what to do yeah I, I like when he does his thing without having to do it you know what i mean yeah yeah so first thing in the morning on the 12th skeevers makes a plea he throws flasks under the bus and like everything starts to topple from there and i and again i do like the small time batman stuff it doesn't always have to be big crazy theatrics like he's, he's still human so i like to see some of the more low stuff if, if i want crazy theatrical shit i can read a green lantern or you know read a superman i like that it's a little it's granted because you feel like this could this could happen yeah it's, it's a bit more plausible yeah um yeah and i like the batman stuff in this i also like the bruce wayne stuff because this is when we get to gordon finally getting to bruce wayne for an interview um it's in bruce's study and he's just full-on hefner in this like he's wearing the robe and everything i would introduce my friend here but i don't know her name or the language she's speaking. Like, he doesn't... He's great. Even the champagne he's drinking is just club soda in a fancy glass. Like, barely involving himself in Wayne Enterprises and just living Charlie Sheen style as far as everyone knows. Like, it's... It, it makes a lot of sense that no one would fall for him mm. as, as a competent crime fighter. But he's wearing those... Uh, in the panel, mm. look what he's wearing. Yeah, he's wearing, like, a full bathrobe. He's like, Didn't he get shot in the calf? Yeah, but what was that? That was earlier. That was during the raid in... Two months earlier. And I put dates on all of this. <laughs> Give me a second. I don't know. That was in... That Ooh. was... No, I've got it right here. That it. was that was June 6th. June 6th, September 25th. So what's that? In July, August. Yeah, like two months. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. Where'd you get that? Skiing. Yeah, I got, I got shot... Skiing, I went down really fast and there was a bullet just sitting there. I fell on it. <laughs> I tripped on a bullet. It went in. It's a miracle. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He might have just been walking by a school. Yeah. I was just, I was, just, I was cleaning my gun and it went off. Don't you have a bullet? Yeah. Yes. And. Um. Right. So October twelfth, James Gordon has a son. Um. And that same day, Catwoman has started stealing shit, but hasn't really made a splash yet. Uh, we got November twelfth. When she does make a splash. This is, um... The setting is Falcone's rooftop pool. Um, Carmine, Roman... Carmine Falcone is known as the Roman. And has this big... I, I had to check this. Romanian temple-looking pool area. 
He really likes to lay down his heritage pretty thick in this book. Oh, because I've never known an Italian to concrete everything. I was hoping you'd say I've never heard of a theatrical guy in golf. Oh. But no, you had to, you had to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just sorry if someone's wrong be pointing out their heritage. I don't like mowing. I don't have to mow concrete. Concrete's awesome. Very. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, so he's talking to Johnny, a big burly hitman cousin of his. Uh, Batman is tucked away on the roof recording the conversation when, sure enough, Catwoman strikes. Um, she takes down a guard before Batman steps in pretty much to save her ass right off the bat. Uh, he's got these small poisoned batarangs to knock, knock people out. You don't see them much anymore in comics or movies either, the tranquilizer stuff he does. Mm-hmm. Also, it, it makes sense for like one man who's a more realistic take to be better off tranquilizing people than actually physically fighting an army of men every night. Yeah, that would be a lot easier for him. But are we going to talk about the Da Vinci-like contraption that he flies in on? I mean, yeah, jump into it. The, the gadgety stuff. It's like... They don't do a lot of gadgets in this. Wait. He's got the full glider in it. Yeah, it's like a full-on glider, but... like You see it in like animated series sometimes and stuff. It's one of the classics. It just comes out of fucking nowhere in this but book. Where does he go? Where does he put it when it's done? Like shit, he probably just leaves it on that roof. And his utility belt. No, I don't think that's what happens. I don't think it's like everything fits in the belt. Kai, if we followed your Batman logic, he probably would disassemble it because it's made out of Lego. Because one of the only things we've done is the Lego games. <laughs> just like yeah, just throws it away, becomes like a flower pot. I'm always Batman. under the I'm under the impression he keeps them like folded up and thrown under dirty tops on rooftops, like yeah, sporadically like, throughout Gotham. I think he, no, I think he would do like that. Like, you'd have like he a couple of stash- stashes. He does that in the Arkham game. Well, like yeah, he has the you, little cave oh, what was it? Was on it, Arkham Island. No, no, just you, I think it was a starter city where he was in the prison mm. and he escapes and he goes up to the rooftop. And he has Alfred drop a yeah. thing for him. It's got his suit, all yeah, his gadgets all, for the night. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he has shit like that everywhere. Yeah. Because he's got, eventually, he obviously doesn't have it here, but he has the bat plane yeah. that's just pretty much cycling around ready to drop shit like a big, mm. it, I mean, it's a big storage container with wings. Yeah. Um, yeah, he poisoned a dude. He's got a funny glider. Um, yeah, he knocks everyone out, and before Catwoman leaves, she runs her claws across the Roman. An iconic character gets his iconic visual addition. He's always got the rose on the lapel. He's always got these three harsh scars on his face. If he's done correctly, is it? He appears in Batman Begins, but not really. Because he, he doesn't have, he doesn't have shit in that movie, man. Selena Kyle doesn't exist until the third one, eight years after the fact, because he retired because a woman died. Like yeah. Batman would. <laughs> um, Alright, I wish they used the mob stuff more. I do enjoy it. I like it here. As much as I like it, I do like what they do with it in Long Halloween. Because that movie... That movie... That film... Fuck. That comic is literally like... Re- it's a representation of the death of mob Gotham and the birth of theatrical crazy villain Gotham. Like, you see it fall out of Carmine's hands. It's kind of fun. Well, that's just it. Year one was just all about corruption and just the, the mm. mob. Like, there was nothing There was nothing crazy. There's no mention of Arkham Asylum. No, there's no Arkham in it at all. There's, there's nothing. Mm. And, and uh, I think that's why I like Long Halloween, too, because so- it shows the shift. Mm. Um, yep, so while he's recovering in hospital, Carmine sends Johnny. Not for Gordon, though. Specifically not for Gordon, though. And I think we discussed this a little bit in part one. Using a clearly Mickey Mouse phone, Loeb gets him out of the house just long enough for him to get a bad feeling and head back to his house. Uh, a man on a motorcycle in dark leathers races back there too. Um, and then when Gordon gets there, they're literally in the process of kidnapping his wife and son. Uh, he manages to shoot the guy grabbing Barbara, but the kid gets you know gets away with Johnny in the car. Um, Gordon fires at the dude getting back on his bike and steals it, which I like as the reveals continue that he shot that guy, who maybe isn't part of the mob stuff. <laughs> um, mm. that, that guy is, uh, uh, Bruce Wayne, who's racing there to stop what's happening and he gets shot for his troubles. He, he gets shot so much, doesn't he? I mean, yeah, like, he's, he's wearing, like, armor under the leathers, but it's still gotta hurt. I've seen some of those bruises, even with a bulletproof vest on. Yeah, because, like, it's, it's a magnum, good. too. It's not good for you. No. Yep, so he steals the motorbike, racing after Johnny's car. Uh, Bruce also steals a bicycle to give chase as well. Um, but it is geared. It has gears. <laughs> you just, you, I just watched you check and confirm. <laughs> they don't get very far. 
it feels like they don't get far. Um, Gordon shoots out one of the tires of, of the car. Yep, the right back tire. But it don't stop the way he hoped. Like, the guy just, like, I don't know, I guess spins out or goes faster. I don't know what happens, but it slides and crashes into the... Side of the bridge. Yeah, the side of this bridge. And Gordon races over on foot. And, like, I, I know how the book's going to carry out, carry on, and I know all, all the stuff that takes place after the fact, but the quote of, I don't hear a human sound, I don't hear my baby cry, so that that's probably very shit for him. <laughs> He's probably not having a ball right there. Mm. Yeah, when he rushes over, Johnny shoves the door open and smashes it into Gordon. He, he, uh, Johnny's got the kid and he's got a knife. He, he he drops the baby over the edge of the bridge before going over with Gordon himself. Um, and the silhouette of Bruce catches up and dives to the baby in the nick of time. Um, he hands the baby back to Gordon over atop a pretty fucked up Johnny. I want to say dead, but I feel like he's in long health. Mm, I don't know. But he's not in the great shape. I can confirm that. Yeah, but he he died. Mm-hmm. I think he did, but I'm not totally sure. I'd I'd, I'd have to reread Long Halloween to confirm. I feel like he's dead in the book. Um, Gordon tells him he can't see who he is without his glasses, so he better get out of here before the cops come. Um, how do you feel about that moment? You were talking before about how it's the probably physics of, it. of him like heading headfirst down into the. Well, I'm looking like at that. it, and it, and it looks like a four to six meter drop. Mm. I'd imagine he does some sort of bullshit parkour tuck and roll, yeah, but the, the, I'm looking at the angle too. Yeah, and the water, like, like we're looking at... It's the, mud, it ain't Johnny, water. Look you know, how solid yeah. that is. And Johnny's body, he's sunk down and it's probably, what, 15 centimetres? It's covering one arm, so it can't be any deeper than six inches. No way it could be deeper no. than that. And I'm just, I'm thinking he probably landed on his back and held it up. But then I'm just thinking like the baby's neck. Like There is no Gwen Stacy up in here. I just, it, it's just Batman is better than Spider-Man I feel like there could have been a better way for this If he'd come out from any other angle It would be okay Literally, it's the fact that he's heading straight down like that Yeah If he was like, if he was at the foot of the bridge Not even at the foot, if he was like hanging off the side And made it like a horizontal leap And then tucked and rolled Yeah, it would make a little more sense hmm. Also, what about Gordon? Gordon, I think he landed on that I other think, guy. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, I think he landed because it's going over. But here, Batman is going in after. Does yeah, he go he, in after Gordon, but then Batman overtakes him? Go, um, Bruce is making a push. Like, also, he's straight up diving. He's not dropping. Also, he's pushing himself look, downwards. Yeah. Uh, Bruce jumps off his bike, goes on top of the bridge, which turns that drop from a six-meter drop to probably around about, well, let's say, 20 at least, yeah, around about... To quote one of the worst Batman books in fucking history, you know how he did it? Because I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> Booyah! Oh, he would that not book's not be... Dead. We'll talk about another. He's done, like, twice the fall, so Johnny can't be dead. I don't think Johnny be dead. Johnny be dead. <laughs> the famous Chuck Berry song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at least the baby's alive. That's a good thing. Yeah. And I like that thing about the glasses. Like, I, I can't see because you can't really tell if he's, like... And I like that he knows who the fuck that guy is by that single speech while it just says yes. Like he recognizes that voice in that one moment. Mm. Um, Alright, December 3rd. Flask. Uh, Flask is obviously indicted after that, that Skeever dude. He hands over everyone in GCPD doing corrupt shit. Carmine tries to have his nephew killed for failing and thus starts a gang war with his sister in Chicago, which again pops up pretty heavily in Long Halloween. Oh, yeah. um, and someone is threatening to poison this is the one other thing from Batman Begins um, someone's threatening to poison Gotham's water supply calling himself the Joker but Gordon's not worried because he has a friend on his way to help and then so they just took they just took that and changed to poison the water supply they, they took that and they took the bat cloud <laughs> the, mm. and then you've got the nice pretty panel of Batman in the sim, in the bat signal which doesn't exist yet I don't think it's just a pretty picture I feel like why they need to change up the movie so much like, why do they need to change? I love Shazam because it was it was Shazam. They couldn't do Black Adam, obviously, and that is the only difference. That's it. It's wonderful. All the costumes are beautiful. Everything is it it like it's a it's a fun enough movie to keep people happy, and it doesn't piss off the comic book viewers. No. Isn't that nice? That's a nice change of pace, especially for DC. Well, what have we had since Shazam? I don't know, not he. Kai, do you want to check that? Um, Aquaman had really nice costumes. Obviously, there's still the Jason Momoa looks nothing like the blonde, skinny, bitch white guy that is Arthur Curry. Curry. Yeah, I hook. Arthur Curry has. Oh yeah, when he's a pirate. I do. I do like <laughs> Jason Momoa. I, I do like that 
Yeah, I, I was fine with him after the fact. Like, we got the costumes right, and that sort of made up for the weird casting. But at this point, he was already cast. But also so I'd rather them keep him. Yeah, but also his nationality. I like it. fits. It does fit but, better than some white guy. Look, at the end of the day, Atlantean is a very vague race. It could be anyone. Mm. I'm fine with it. They well, did the ca- they did the character well. Atlantis was, was beautiful. Where like, was Atlantis base? Was it Greece? It was filmed like four hours south of here. No, no, no. But like, where was it set? Oh, I have a fucking idea. I haven't seen it? the Disney's Atlantis movie in a long time. Did I say Iceland? I if I'm remembering that film, it's near Iceland. Like Atlantis. Hawaii? Look, know. I'm going entirely off one line from Disney's Atlantis. It's in Iceland. Don't. I need to watch that movie again. That's fucking great. You know who did all the art? We did an episode of it. You should listen to it in our back catalogue. Um, all the art was done by Mike Mignola, inventor of Hellboy. That's why all those dark, harsh, angular, gothic things in Atlantis look the way they do. I need to get back to watch it. It's a good movie. It's on Disney. Mm-hmm. Atlantis? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what do we so is it sequel. Yeah. Don't watch it. Really? It's shit. Yeah. It's three episodes of a TV series that didn't get picked up, and they said, ah, fucking put it out on VHS. The kids won't know. Oh. <laughs> Am I looking for Shazam abrupt. before or after? after? After Shazam. Have they, they learned? Joker? They did not learn shit. Oh, no. Oh, God, no. Birds of Prey? I like Birds of Prey. Wonder Woman 1984. I don't know. We haven't got that. The Suicide Squad and Batman. I'm excited for the Suicide Squad, but it looks funny in the pictures, and it might have Starro in it. The new, are you talking about the new yes. Suicide Squad? Yeah, James or are you so there hasn't been much since Shazam yet. No, we've had Joker and Birds. When are we getting Wonder Woman? How far do they push it back? It keeps, keeps, so, it keeps getting delayed. They are currently deciding whether they release it on HBO Max in January right. or they hold out until summer next year. I don't want Which is American to Summer, not ours. Oh, so, okay. June, July-ish. I don't want them to shy away from cinemas because I live in Australia where the streaming services are fucking bottom yeah, of the true. barrel. we got to get lucky. VPNs to get anything good. Yeah, it sucks here. And I love the theatre. Yes. I love... Our popcorn is better than anything America will ever give us. The feeling of it's going to the movies is awesome. Oh, it's the best. I love it. I don't want it to die. And the smell. I don't want it to die for the streaming. The smell of it. Like, I want my yeah, feet, you can I want my feet to stick to a carpet, them. man. I just want that. I want that grit. A hint of I dust and popcorn. But you. <laughs> you're just gonna not. Well, the problem, the problem is, we are like at the mercy of like America and their cinemas. At the I mean, that's where really entertainment comes from. What can you do? We gotta follow their lead. I just really fucking hope we get a cinema resurgence. Well, currently, then they're, they're not doing well because well, they're opening some states. Are and Trump's boys are currently throwing a riot. I don't want to go too into politics, but it was a fucking mess. And frankly, I don't want cinemas to be a casualty. I would, that's, no. all, that's, that's all that matters right now. That is a fear I am having. But just, that's the thing. A lot of people aren't going to cinemas at the moment because they've realized how gross they are. It's kind of the charm, yeah. though. Yeah. It's it kind of like it. Sure, sure, it is. Unless there's a global pandemic that's taking out 200,000 people a day. But the thing is, like, I don't want to get lost like we lost our, like, <laughs> like video rentals. was, like, blockbuster. Like, I do miss those days, too. Mm. That the, You go in, you get five weeklies for $9 like, or honestly, something. You just get the randomest shit. If, if they open back up again, like, not as many stores. I feel like you get people to go. As, I don't, yeah, but that's the problem. They're trying to keep people away. We keep yeah. referencing Sandman Slim, even though it's, like, a vague book no one's ever heard of. But if they did video store rentals like they do in that series, oh, by just making, just pandering to, like, cult film, shit that's not in cinemas anyway, you get more people coming in that way. If it's things like, like, Frankenhooker and all that weird shit, then people are going to be like, I want to see that because it's interesting, it's unconventional. Yeah. The book series you're, that we you're, read, you're pandering to someone. they own a DVD shop, this but they only stock movies that never happened yeah they keep getting stuff from an internet dimensional witch who will go get a movies that don't exist here what's a movie you wanted to see that never got made say george miller george miller's justice league remember the dude who made mad max yeah he did a justice league movie like he wrote a script he cast people there was costumes there was concept art it never happened they ended up doing batman begins instead because green lantern was terrible so they were like fuck it let's not do shit they would have that movie in that fucking rental place or like if a movie had a different actor cast at some stage they probably have the back to the future that had the other guy in it before um michael j fox things like that yeah they find stuff that like maybe only three people would be interested in watching but, but pay those three people will pay 100 bucks yeah mm. see I, I i would like like a cult movie rental store to happen you see that like that i want something man i don't, I don't want to live with streaming i hate it mm. no 
you get nothing but like selection fatigue and your selection in Australia anyway you ain't that good to begin yeah. with yeah yeah you and do it's get, exciting and, going to like the video store like I remember as a mm. kid you'd wait for us it was Friday night and you'd wait all week to go and pick out like your DVD and yeah that. you pick up a movie called Black Dynamite because it looks funny on the cover and you realise you've unlocked a goddamn gold mine that is black exploitation film and it's a <laughs> fucking wonderful moment even like renting video games then, or like the new release when you have to I like, check video games but it'd probably be better off frankly yeah or even like you yeah, check man. like the new releases and you have to check if there was a spare DVD behind them mm, behind all that oh, out but, of stock yeah, and then you're like if you didn't get it you're like oh can I get it when it comes back in uh, yeah, I do yeah. like this. I, I miss and that shit. You, you get to go to the Warner Brothers movie lot and you the dude doing the tour and he's impressed by you and then realises you just job. live in Nixville. Yeah, and we just watch movies because there's nothing here. Not speaking from experience or anything? It's too big of an industry to fall into streaming because you don't make as much money without a box office and <laughs> DVD after the fact of renting. Yeah, because that, that, that is why. Stuff. That's why. They make well, that much if money. If it's nothing but... Yeah, if it's nothing but streaming, movies won't have the budget and you won't see shit as wild and big and crazy as you do now. Mulan made a quarter of its budget. It deserved a quarter of its budget. Yeah. Literally. That movie's a, a hate crime. I think it was 200 million. Where now? Like Where are they going to go from now? Disney. I hope that's a warning. They go back to cinemas. Yeah. I fucking really hope. And I hope they go, stop doing live action remakes. And, and they don't go to do that kind of stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Like the live action Lilo and Stitch, I accidentally found out this happening. Oh my god! Made they, doing it? Yeah, and, and instead of having the guys who created it and actually did a really good job with Lilo and Stitch in the animated series, listen to our back catalog to hear more. Um, instead, they're hiring the dude who made the Lion King remake, and I accidentally stumbled on another one: the Inspector Gadget remake, currently in production. <laughs> who's, that, who's that's his resume. That's it. Who's going to play Stitch? I just, I, It'll actually be the original creator because he did the voice of every stitch after the fact. It's live action, which I feel is horrible. No, no, no he's already it'll cast. It'll be a CGI dude. Yeah, I just, it'll, it'll be Scooby Doo from the film Scooby Doo. I'm just going to keep going back. I would love to see Danny DeVito counted as live action. A stitch, a Danny DeVito stitch. I'd like to a see Danny DeVito <laughs> stitch. <laughs> Are you still doing the Hercules push about having him in that? Oh, but God. you're just going to keep that doing. Yeah, just slap, slap, fuck off. Can you imagine that? We have to teach you to do like Frank Reynolds quotes in the stitch voice. Such sauce, no, Bobo. Bad Bobo. No. I love stitch. This is for Ohana. You are not Ohana now. Ohana. Now say, now say, can I offer you an egg in this troubling time? Fuck. <laughs> and he's dragged. Well, if we're going to do Danny DeVito, I just want Stitch voice doing quotes. Can I offer you an egg in these drying times? Can I offer you an egg in this trying times? Perfect. Like, <laughs> makes me happy. Now scream in despair as Rumham floats away. Rumham! That's fucking pretty good. <laughs> Alright, um, does anyone have any final thoughts about year one? It's pretty good. It is, it is a good, it is a good. I think it's yeah. a staple, everyone, everyone goes to the Dark Knight Returns as like the famous Batman book that everyone knows and loves. Mm. I wish it was this instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when did it release? Uh, very shortly after, around 85, 86. That's good. It was, it was part of that same wave as Watchmen, Dark Knight, but it kind of fell by the wayside because it wasn't Look how dark and gritty and big and stupid and theatrical with bad euphemisms that aren't very good. The darkness is a euphemism for the darkness. You fucking idiot. I just, I just <laughs> hope, I hope we just we get a lot of this in the new film. I, I hope they they specifically say it's three years in, so I don't think we'll get a lot of it. But I hope we get some of the feel. It makes it yeah. all purposeful. Like the feel of yeah. it, I would love to see done properly. I don't think we'll get it like exactly. That grit and just that, gr- that, that grounding. I want it to be. Oh yeah. Mm. I don't want special. I like I like the way it looks in the trailers, but we haven't got a lot. Yeah, of it was, really how much yet. was that? It was like a quarter of it. Like they only got like a quarter. It still looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, my homework this week. Normally, I do like a hypothetical way of thing, but I, there was some questions that arose as I was reading going through this book that I wondered just about like you guys going into it as maybe a little more green. I just and Kai obviously with my Batman. Like when I was reading, I've been reading. I've read a lot of like the Joker and just like a lot of those over the top characters like in villains it was probably very different yeah this stuff. was like that really grounded and i feel like I, I enjoyed it more i feel like i could see this happening like it's it like there's a healthy balance and obviously the correct answer is batman the animated series because that toes that it toes the line of soft emotional batman strong powerful batman it toes the line of the mob shit the over-the-top craziness like it does everything 
you can tell that they're all really big fans of comic books, right? Like building that that show from the ground. Mm. But this does this does a thing that not a lot of versions of Batman do, and it's very easy to appreciate. Um, do you know about the Barbara confusion in this book? No, what's that? His wife's name is Barbara. Batgirl is Barbara Gordon. Was that changed later on? Why would they do that? I, I, I'm not sure how it sits now because Rebirth, New 52, a lot of it gets changed constantly. But Barbara is named after her auntie. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know who Barbara Gordon is at all because I do. Eventually, we realized she's not in a film. Even in Batman and Robin, it's Alfred's daughter or some weird bullshit. But Barbara Gordon is named after her auntie. Her parents died in a car crash, and she lives with her uncle. Gordon is not actually her dad. I don't know if that's usually the case. It's usually the case. Like, by uh, issue ratio? In some things, she's just his daughter. In more issues, she's an uncle. But their family, they're close enough that it doesn't bother. I just, they're, I wondered where you guys know that. related. Yeah. That's, that's some, a lot of people like reading this at first. Like, if, if this is like, if they're coming into it kind of raw, they're like, I thought Barbara was like the daughter. Mm. But it's the, no. I know who Barbara. She's the best. Because you watched anime, She. I need to get back. What is, is the that a streaming only service? Correct called? option. Not currently, because it was on the DC. She is the only Orange correct the option for Dick Grayson. I know. I know. No one else can touch my man. Okay, you asked about that kid getting shook and fucked up. Yes. Have you ever heard of Batman: The Dark Black Mirror? Sorry, the Black Mirror. No. Scott Snyder wrote the final story arc before New 52 uh, threw everything he wrote under the bus. It was where I started. It was during this story arc. In that book, James Jr. is dangerously insane. Probably from a frontal lobe injury from a car crash. They ended up wanting to make... Because at this point, Dick Grayson was Batman. Mm. And they didn't have a lot of villains that match him. Because a lot of them fit Bruce Wayne. Two-Face is the duality. Um, Mr. Freeze is the I'm going to commit crimes to protect loved ones kind of angle that Batman does anyway. Mm. Joker is specifically the opposite of everything he does. Penguin is a rich guy who's using it for his own means. Like, it's all kind of fitting, but growing up, Robin doesn't really have that. So they wanted a character that is, like, a loved one. Because Dick Grayson's always very famous for being the friendly guy of the bunch. Yeah, we like him. So they used that bridge scene as a conduit into a dangerous lunatic in their circle. Hmm. Thoughts. That's a really interesting... And, they, and it was 2005, maybe. Like, it was 20 years after the fact they decided to... Well, I think that's really cool that they... It's really good in the moment. They push James Jr. after the fact a little too far. It gets really tedious and annoying. He's wearing an eye patch and he works for the Suicide Squad. Hmm. But I should really lend you Black Mirror series. That, that, I liked how they implemented that, though. Yeah, because did you know the the toxin Bane uses Venom appeared like a year before Bane? They thought it was a good idea to let that fall into the wrong hands, and that's how Bane became a character. It's, it's similar to that. I like a good recycling of detail. Yeah. Well, they're building what they already have. You've got a mythology. And it's, and it's, it. yeah, yeah, and it's connecting lines. I'm just dragging something from just random areas. I think the Arkham games are really good for that because it's just built yeah. out of weird little details and mm. stuff. But that's the same reason that you like because it's all just built in house. Yeah. yeah. Um, my final question, I want this is a, this is a good opinion one about the ending. Is Gordon really that blind without his glasses? Yep. You okay. don't you don't want him knowing. I you don't he, want him even suspicious that Bruce Wayne. I think he him. I think he knows it's Bruce. I think he lets it slide. Oh. I think I think, I he think knows in it's Bruce. this version He's specifically, I think he I think he knows. I, I don't know if I take off my glasses, I can be pretty blind. He's covered I him. He's, I could he make could out that you were human. I couldn't make out, like, your facial He could expression. have mud in his eyes. I don't know. Exactly. I think he would know from, like, being in Bruce's presence. He's, like, how far away? Like, maybe, like... Two he's close enough to hand a child to you. Yeah, close enough. I think he would know it's Bruce and he'd be just, at like... At a certain point, he is you and Juby apart. At, at least. Yeah. And even, like, people oh, have, like... Hold the baby out that people have, That's unsafe. Dude, it's just falling from a bridge. Like, it's he's fine. Just, Bro, catch. <laughs> like he's just shaking hands with him. Like you'd be able to see his hair. You'd be able to see his face. He'd have like some sort of mustache. They'd be able. He wouldn't know. I reckon he would. Know. Like, he I'm just always two minds. Because and he also saved his no. kid. I feel like he's just like you would. You would be jumbled. You've just like, fallen off a bridge. Fallen off a bridge you into the mud. Shit. You've probably hurt yourself at least. You're in panic state because your child's been like kidnapped off you. 
like your brain isn't working great and you don't have your glasses on, mm. there is no way in fuck you're like picking up anything. Yeah. Even if he saw him and was like, that is Bruce Wayne, by the time he's turned around and had a shower, he has forgotten everything. I used to think that way. Trauma brain. But if I want to respect Gordon, he has to know and turn a blind eye, because otherwise he's a really incompetent fucking guy who hasn't caught on yet. Because he would be spending his time to try and find out who the Batman is secretly. Not not always. It's not always the case. But every once in a while, the commander in chief, the mayor, perhaps the dude in charge of Commissioner Gordon in the police force, more like every once in a while, someone wants the bat. And if he can't solve that since 1939, you can't respect him as a fucking character. I I need him to turn that blind eye on purpose. Um, what's his name is one of of the few people that has actually worked out that Bruce is Batman? Tim Drake? Bane? Ra's al Ghul? Tell me when I get what you're talking about. Yeah. Good old Hugo Strange. He's nuts. Strange is one of the few people that's like, duh. But he's also batshit insane as well. His wife's a mannequin (laughs) in a bat costume and she berates him and he doesn't like her. (laughs) Didn't That's another that. series I gotta recommend. I love Hugo Strange as a Didn't character. Say He's he good. I just said that he worked it out. I think he, I think Gordon would know. I, I feel like I, he would. I, I want him to turn a blind eye because it makes him smart as a character. But then in the animated series, he specifically left it alone on purpose until Barbara dies in an episode, and then he's like, it takes him like a day to but this, do but the raid on Wayne Manor. That's it's, a good episode as well. As, as a good cop. He knows having plausible deniability is better than knowing and keeping it a secret. So you you you're, you rather him specifically just being slack as hell about it? Oh, no, I don't. But I don't yeah, think I, he's I being slack. Mean. He's purposely he's slack. just like yeah, he's purposely doesn't want to know. It, it's and it happens all the time professionally where well you don't want to deal with that shit. We all <laughs> have those moments. Yeah, it's not like that that you're like. I don't know. Like if you tell me what you're gonna tell me, I'm or what I think you're gonna tell me. I don't know what the next step is. Mm. Like, I can't go to my superior and be like, I know this thing. I need someone's help. If he just fucking lets that ride and be like, okay, blink once if this is yes, blink twice if this is no, great. Leaving it at that. Because then he's not upsetting whoever Batman is. And if anyone pulls him up and is like, who is the Batman? He can't say, clearly it's this dude. Like, it keeps him in... Such a perfect yeah, space. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, I always like to see where people stand on some things like this. Like, Dent, I feel he would probably know. However, I also yeah, feel I like know. he would interact with Bruce and Batman more than... Fuck, he knew in Batman Forever. But that's the thing. He would know more than Gordon would. Because Gordon's not going over to Bruce's house and being like, hey, you want to have out. some pizza? I don't know. I'm just realising yeah, now. Because the riddles... Because I know they did that big raid on the manor, but... Fuck yeah, that's oh, probably how he knows. I think his brains. I think they read his brain. They... No, no, you're right. He found out after the fact, and then oh. he's immediately killed. No, they looked at they looked at Bruce's brain, and they found and it has bats. A bat in it. He has bats on the brain. Like who else has bats on the brain? Everyone in Gotham, because Batman's a huge fucking fake. Why would Batman be thinking Cause, about? Because the quote I'm thinking of is right at the end when he says, "Um, uh, like." Passion is the only enemy of true justice. Bruce, you've always been a good friend. That's the quote I was thinking of. I was like, how the fuck did he pick that? But, you, were, you were right. But I, that's I should thing. know better. That's my movie. You've got to think about it. Harvey runs in the same circles as Bruce, mm. and Two-Face runs in the same circles of, as the Bat. It would make sense that he would sit there and be like, He kind of knows Duh. both guys, yeah. Whereas Gordon isn't hanging out with Bruce. No. He's only hanging out with the Bat. I don't think he likes Bruce either. Especially in this book, he's like, that pompous drunk just fucking bitches. Yeah. But, but <laughs> it I makes mean, that's, that's the purpose. And though. it's a good way that's like the whole plausible deniability thing is the fact of... Yeah, you're right too. Cause Bruce is tr- like, I don't fucking want the police up in my shit. I have to deal with them every single night. Yeah. Like, if they work out who the fuck I am, I'm screwed. So it makes sense that he would be like, Oh, have they ever done a series like where they went, where he just went out, just like Iron Man, like I'm Iron Man, like just like I'm Batman? Have they ever done that? I wonder how that would actually. I don't think they have. They find out who he is as he dies in Dark Knight Returns. It, it, in, even in Night. Now Night, that Kai's Dark bringing Night. that up, to go back to that Barbara dying episode of the animated series, I think he, I think he might be right. I think he knows, but I think he's purposely denying it because yeah. it all ends up being a dream sequence because fucking Dodds Batgirl's death. She goes to tell him. 
that she's Batgirl. And she's like, I have to tell you something. And he's like, don't. Don't, don't stress about it. You're my daughter. That's all, that's good enough. And she's like, all right, sick. So you may be right. Maybe we're, maybe we're both right. He knows in his heart, but he don't know. Yeah. Mm. But, but this the same thing of you saying, like, if Harvey's a good lawyer, if Gordon's a good cop... I want him to be a good confident that's, guy. I hate the dud Gordon for the worst. That's it. That's plausible deniability. Do you remember when in the original, like, four movies when he's chubby and he's like, rocks up one night and... It, yeah, at, what one, is it? at one point, Nicole Kidman's trying to fuck Batman and he rocks up in his pyjamas. He's like, what's going on? And everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> Poor bastard. He's got no respect in him. Okay. Happy? Would you recommend this book? That's, that's the important step. Yes, I would yeah. recommend. I would recommend reading it just to get a grasp before the new movie comes out. Juby and I recommend flicking through it. I think you still would recommend reading it. If I recommend read it. flicking through it while you listen to the podcast because that's what we do. Mm. This is a commentary track. A commentary. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's a... Like I said at the start of part one, it's a good... I, I like to go back to like early things to me because it's a nice reset and i think this is a perfect example not just for me personally but for batman yeah all right thank you for listening uh subscribe what what can you do on spotify can you even subscribe listen to the next episode you can share yeah share something do that share on your social media platform share on twitter share on facebook yeah uh review us on itunes or does podbean do that yeah all right yeah rate review us on podbean or iTunes or Google Podcasts, which we found out today we're on. Thanks to Bobo Jenkins, our guest, for yes. telling us that. Thank you to Jubia for maybe driving him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you, you to Producer Kai for um, pressing the buttons and then making it work. I'm making it simple, but it seems I can't do it, so we need you. Pressing the buttons is <laughs> the wrong thing to say. She presses and a bunch of buttons and she works hard. And thank you, Toby, for writing everything, because God knows what I'm not going to. I manically write down all of the things. And then I get mad because they're not very good. There's lots Spending of all my time mistakes. with really well-written comics, I realize my words are shits. And there's also a lot of spelling errors there this week. There are so many spelling errors. Don't look at them. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that and class dismissed. Okay, thank you. <laughs>